Welcome to the Kingdom Crossroads Podcast with Pastor Bob Thibodeau. Pastor Bob conducts personal interviews with Christian influencers from around the globe, helping Christian authors, recording artists, CEOs, entrepreneurs, nonprofit leaders, and yes, pastors and ministry leaders to get the word out about what they are doing to impact the world with the gospel. Our podcast has been rated in the top one half percent of all podcasts in the world by listennotes.com. So you know your message will be heard. Now, here is your host with today's interview, Pastor Bob Thibodeau. Hello, everyone, everywhere. Pastor Robert Thibodeau here. Welcome to the Kingdom Crossroads podcast today. We're so blessed that you're joining us for part two and the conclusion of a great, informative interview with Dr. Eddie Caparucci. Now, Dr. Caparucci is a licensed professional counselor and a certified coach. He's also certified in the treatment of problematic sexual behaviors and is the creator of the inner child model for the treatment of sexual and pornography addiction. He serves as a clinical director for the National Decency Coalition, an organization working with state governments to help limit the access of pornography to minors. His ministry is called the Abundant Life Counseling, located in Highlands, North Carolina. He's the author of several books. His most recent book is the one we've been discussing in this interview, Why Men Struggle to Love, Overcoming Relational Blind Spots. Now, folks, if you missed any of the preceding episode, you need to go back and catch up. Dr. Caparucci was laying out just golden nuggets of, of wisdom and understanding. And when you start piecing all these things together, you get a true understanding of the sexual addiction problem in this nation right now, especially among men and young boys. Folks, this is of the devil. It really is. Now, I don't want to spoil what we're going to be talking about, so we're just going to jump right back into this interview, the conclusion of this interview with Dr. Eddie Caparucci. The the sexual, you know, encounters and things like that, it wasn't enough anymore. You know, like you said, you, you keep going further and further and further and further down that road because you're seeking that higher level, but you're not getting it anymore. Right. We call it tolerance. Yeah. We hit we a level of chasing tolerance. the dragon. That's the term. Of okay. Chasing the dragon. Yeah. Look at that. What you're doing because again, what we're looking for, we need more dopamine. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Right. And what happens is we produce, well, we have sex, our dopamine, our dopamine, dopamine level increase mm -hmm. naturally. Well, we continue to look at porn on a regular basis, chronically. And what happens is that we are now producing abnormal levels of dopamine in the brain. Mm -hmm. You wind up burning out dopamine receptors. Mm -hmm. along the way at time two. And though now it's a level of tolerance. I, I just don't get very excited about that image. Mm -hmm. So what do I need? I need to find a more graphic image. Yeah. Yeah. And so now, okay, we start the process all over again. And it continues True. to intensify and intensify, which may ultimately lead to a point where, oh, just watching this stuff, even enough, I want to engage in it. Mm -hmm. So now I'm going to be stepping outside of a relationship if I'm in one to engage with people in what I've been viewing to mm -hmm. try to get that extra hit. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. That's so true. And like I say you never get back to that same level again. 
And you know, no, I, I remember, you know, when I was going through all of this, uh, and like I said, it was very unfulfilling for me to go through my, you know, addiction. Uh, not, not that I didn't enjoy when I was in the midst, I'm not going to say that, but afterward, I mean, I just couldn't wait to move on, mm-hmm. but I always called it the void. Yeah. I go, I got, I have this void in me and I knew I had this void in me, you know, when I was about wow. seven to eight years old. Oh, wow. And again, that void for emotional intimacy, but it was also with Christ. I needed that emotional connection with God as well as that emotional connection with my spouse. And those two things, those are the antidotes that really help us to be able to manage any type of addiction because we are now being fed on a regular basis that the, what we need to be able to grow and mature as people. Yeah. Amen. I agree. I agree. And, you know, you've identified the nine inner child symptoms and core emotional triggers. Can you just share a couple of them and how they relate yeah, to each other? Right. What, what they all started out with, Reverend Robert, is I started out with when I first started working with these guys is nine reasons why men abuse sex. That's what I came up with in, in all my research. But then what happened is, and that's what I would use. I would use that in my practice. But then I started thinking about it and I'll say, okay, what's the biggest deterrent that prevents these guys from being able to manage their addiction? And that is shame. Shame is, is the thing that really they struggle with the most. So I took a concept from somebody who came up with it about 30 years ago. I can't remember the person's name. It was in a book that I read where what he did was he externalized the addict. So therefore, the person was not the addict. The addict was outside of them. And he would have them talk to the addict. You know, you'd be doing that. So what I did was, you know what? You know, I always believed this idea that we have an inner child. I said, why don't I take these nine reasons and convert them into the inner child? And so therefore, each child that I created has its own unique pain point. Remember, we go back to the unresolved childhood yeah. pain point. Mm-hmm. And they also have what I call core emotional triggers. The core emotional triggers is what activate the kid. And those are they happen from the negative event that we experience today. So some of the kids are the unaffirmed child. Okay, these are kids who grew up in an environment where they received very little in the way of praise, or they may have seen, received this constant stream dream of criticism that what happened they wind up with low self-esteem the unnoticed child okay this is the kid who never felt they belong uh they would have to chase their friends they would have to chase family members uh they were rarely if ever sought out for anything today they still crave to belong that's what they're looking for they desire that attention there uh, the emotionally voided child if you the number one kid that most men pick and what it is this is a child who has a very difficult time emotionally connecting with others okay oh, because along the way man. they got the message that emotions are not important or perhaps they're actually even dangerous to wind up sharing yeah. So that's just three of the nine Amen. that I have that yeah. uh, I put together. Amen. Mm. 
Wow. Yeah. But if, if someone's in a committed relationship, marriage, et cetera, aren't they already emotionally bonded to use your term for the book to their partner? That's a great question. And the answer is sometimes it depends. And what it depends <laughs> upon, what it depends upon, again, goes back to the new book, Why Men Struggle to Love. In those early stages of childhood development, did they get what they needed? Okay. Did somebody walk them through those stages that would help them to wind up being you know, uh, being able to not just participate in an emotional relationship, to, to grow and cultivate it. For example, I ran through some before, learning how to trust, developing empathy, attunement, mm-hmm. sitting with emotional distress. But what about emotional regulation? Okay, Think about it. As, as toddlers, as children, we are inundated with emotions. But what is the emotion that most children will show? They're going to show they're upset, that they're either angry or they're sad. Why? Well, because they don't know how to identify what they're really feeling. Mm. They don't know what those emotions are. They don't have the words for them. And parents, that's part of our job. The kid is frustrated. He's angry. Okay, what are you frustrated about? Let's you know, talk about that. What? Let's drill it down so that we can see, okay, you're disappointed because we're not going out today because it's raining. You're disappointed. Let me tell you what disappointment looks like. Okay, and it's okay for you to be disappointed, but, you know, that's more along the way of sadness than it is anger. So we're teaching them how to do that and how and what that does is help them learn to bond with other people. As I said before, most of the men, nine out of 10 men that I work with have what I call low emotional IQ. They have a difficult time identifying what their true emotions are. They can tell you if they're sad. They can tell you if they're happy. They can tell you if they're uh, fearful, okay, but they can't really tell you what they truly feel. And even in some cases where they can identify, they have a very difficult time expressing it because of fear of being vulnerable. And then finally, they have a difficult time if someone tried to be emotionally engaging with them because it causes their anxiety to increase because it's like, what do I do with these emotions? I don't, I don't know how to handle them. Right. So what do most yeah. guys do? Amen. They try to fix it. I mean, that's, that's the joke, right? Yeah, that's, that's the joke. Right. But we don't, we don't try to fix it because we want to show how brilliant we are. We try to fix it because we want the emotion to go away. Mm. That's the reason. Yeah. That's the yeah. motivation, but we're unaware of it. So now if you take this emotionally undeveloped man, okay, and all of a sudden you meet this woman, and now all of a sudden there is this excitement of our neurochemicals in our brain okay because we are in the romantic phase of love we have not just dopamine but serotonin we have oxytocin which is the feel good Mm. you know hormone that are being produced at astronomical levels Mm. and we can be very engaging we call it love bombing okay we can be and we feel it we feel this intensity yeah Yeah. but over time it starts to dissipate yep 
the neurochemical levels go back to normal. And now we're back to that kind of flat guy. And she's looking at him and saying, who are you? Mm -hmm. This isn't the guy I married. And it's like, oh, yes, he is. (laughs) Yes, he is. Go back. Go back and ask somebody who knew him before you met him. And they're going to tell you this guy that you see right now who doesn't really have anything to say, who's always walking around with his face in his phone, who doesn't want to really go out and socialize. They're going to tell you he's the same guy that you're looking at right now. And so, therefore, to answer your question, if you're engaged in a relationship, does that mean that you are fully emotionally attacked? No, it doesn't. You care, but you are loving the best you can because in actuality, most of these men don't know how to love. Amen. Amen. Hey, folks, Pastor Bob here. Why do some men struggle to feel love, for that matter, feel any emotions? Because they are emotionally underdeveloped. They lack the skills and resources needed to emotionally connect on a deeper level. And this leaves most men feeling unfulfilled, void, and their loved ones feeling empty, alone, and frustrated. Dr. Eddie Caparucci's book, Why Men Struggle to Love, Overcoming Relational Blind Spots, is available right now on Amazon. And it can help you in this area. This book not only explains why this is happening, but more importantly, men, it will help you to correct it. Just drop down to the show notes and click the link and order your copy today. The title of your book, Why Men Struggle to Love, Overcoming Relational Blind Spots. I guess the question is, why do men struggle to love so much? I mean, why just men? Well, it's not just men. It's also women. Uh, The reason I I wrote it for men is because that's the group I work with. Uh, So I don't have data on women. It's the same thing as with the Going Deeper, Why Men, uh, um, the Going Deeper book about, you know, how the inner child impacts your sexual addiction. That is all about men because I don't have data about women and their struggle with sex addiction. I've had, I can't begin to tell you the number of requests I've had to write the book for women. But again, if you don't have data, you're just guessing. And I'm not going to guess. That's yeah, not, not the point. But again, well, how, how do we become emotionally undeveloped? It goes back to those early stages of childhood development. They do not take place. So I do not have the skill set. And again, take me for for example, okay? I I don't go through many of those, you know, stages. Then add on top of it, the trauma of being abandoned, Mm -hmm. okay? The mindset, the worldview my inner kid develops is the people who love you will leave you. The people who love you cannot be trusted. Mm -hmm. Now, I never have those thoughts growing up as a child or even as a teenager or even as a young adult or as an adult. I don't have those until I finally sit down with a therapist and we go into my subconscious and we figure that out. But those messages that I have, I mean, if you think about it, I think that's really going to impede a great deal on having a really healthy, vibrant 
relationship because yeah. subconsciously I'm worried about the woman that I'm with at the moment is going to run off on me and leave me alone. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. what they're, and yeah. now that's every true. man yeah. and have different stories <clears throat> with different fears and those why, and that's why they, they love the best they can. And that's what I did. I love the best I can, but I just, couldn't throw both feet into a relationship. Yeah. Amen. Amen. In your book, Why Men Struggle to Love, you state your mission is not to rid men of their destructive behaviors, but to transform their hearts. Can you explain how that'll get, help them gain victory over their sexual addiction? Yeah, because, you know, it just just getting rid of the behavior or, or learning how to manage that behavior is not enough. We really do need to be emotional beings. That's the way God designed us. He didn't design us just to be, you know, a spiritual being or physical and mental. The emotional part of of our makeup is critical for men. And it's something that's very much overlooked, even from a societal standpoint, Mm -hmm. that, you know, men are not really still encouraged to always be sharing their emotions or or learning how to express them or learning how to, you know, just be able to deal with other people's emotions. So what I'm looking to do is transform the heart and create the new guy. And that new guy is going to be someone who's going to be outwardly focused. He's going to wind up being um, more curious about people. He could be curious about a lot of other things in life, but he's not curious about people. He's going to be less sensitive about uh, being uh, criticized or being falsely accused. He's going to wind up being mindful. Mm-hmm. He's going to wind up strengthening that emotional IQ and make it stronger. He's going to develop more interest and passion because most of the people in this uh, who struggle with addiction, they don't have a lot of friends either. He's going to strengthen his connection with God. He's going to reduce his compulsive behavior. He is going to learn to be content and satisfied with life Amen. and understanding there are highs and there are lows. That we don't have to go with the web and flow. We can live our life and not be shaken. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that part of that is again, you know, living, you know, under the guidance of, of God. And finally, we're going to learn to be able to hold on to our fears and move forward despite them. Because Everything I just outlined to you, those things we want to change, they're all fear-based. Mm. They're all fear-based. Yeah. The emotionally un the emotionally undeveloped man, those men who struggle with sex and porn addiction are fear-based men. And they need to be able to hold on to the fear, put it at the feet of Christ, and move forward with their lives. Amen. Amen. And you Talk about 14 blind spots in your book. <clears throat> Can you briefly go over some of the four, not all 14, but just some of the highlights uh, as you outline them in your book? Yes, yes. And some of them are just what I just went through yeah, with you I just a moment ago. Um, for example, like uh, somebody mentioned, the hide and lie syndrome. Okay. This is about men who grow up and they realize, you know what? When I'm being noticed of a child, I, I wind up in trouble. So therefore, what they do is they try to 
blend in with the furniture. I don't want to be seen. I want to be invisible because if I'm not invisible, I suffer consequences of it. What they also learn is that, you know what? It doesn't pay to be honest because when I'm honest, much trouble if I do, if I lie. So you know what? Let me at least lie and see if I can get away with it. Maybe I avoid some of the consequences. So we got to take that hide and lie syndrome and we have to break it. Okay. The idea of another one is inwardly focused. When we don't have somebody, you know, Reverend Robert, who is walking us through the stages of light, who is helping us to look outward, to explore, to find ourselves, you know, to be able to feel good about who we are. Okay. We we are on our own. Yeah. We're on our own. So if I'm on my own, I'm going to become inwardly focused because if I don't take care of myself, who will? And we're talking about taking care of yourself mentally and emotionally. And in some cases, there are some kids who have to actually take care of themselves physically too. They have to prepare their own meals. They got to figure out clothes, things like that. But parents are just completely absent. Um, I'll give you one more because, like you said, there's so many of them that are here. Fourteen right, of them. Amen. You know the idea. Some men struggle with having very limited interest or passion. They don't really have hobbies. And again, this goes back to the idea that no one is encouraging them to explore. Nobody is encouraging them to seek out new opportunities in their life. We live in this little world, in this little box, and that's it. And whatever in this little box, that's our world. But yet outside the box, there are endless possibilities. But we are too afraid to get out of that box. So that's just, you know, uh, several of the 14. Amen. Yeah, amen. Well, what would the consequences be if someone fails to connect or emotionally bond with others like you're describing? Well, you got you have several, you got many consequences. One person becomes more isolated. Okay. They could become very moody and you know, ornery and upset at times. Yeah. They hurt other people. They hurt other people, people who they're supposed to be in relationship with, people who they're supposed to be engaging with, and they're not. And so therefore, a person, you know, I've made a commitment to you. I've taken vows, and I thought we were going to be in a relationship that was going to be, you know, one where we both teach each other how to grow mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, and you're not doing that to me. Um, It winds up impacting perhaps maybe their ability in their career because they don't have that emotional IQ to be able to learn to deal with people in a healthy way. Therefore, they don't get those advancements Mm -hmm. because, yes, they could do a great job, but nobody wants to work with them. Right. Um, And most importantly, what it does is really impact the way they feel about themselves. Because again, with that void there, and also the, all those negative narratives they have about themselves, they feel there's something wrong with me. I'm different. 
than other people. They look outside and they see how other people are engaging with each other. They're having healthy relationship. And what they'll do is they'll just try to justify by saying none of that's real. You know, you get these people behind closed doors and that's not the way they look. You know, we're all miserable. We're all, you know, you know, lonely people. And so there are numerous emotional, mental, spiritual, and physical consequences that happen. Because again, if you're living in this in this negative, with this negative energy, you are producing an abundance of cortisol. And that is a negative hormone that winds up producing great uh, inflammation throughout the body. Yeah, yeah, that's so true. Amen, amen. Dr. Capri, this is all so interesting and so needful in our society and culture that we live in today. How can someone order a copy of your book, Why Men Struggle to Love, Overcoming Relational Blind Spots? Is it available uh, on Amazon? Yes, all my books are available exclusively on Amazon. Okay. If people want to learn more, though, about it, they can go to www.strugglingmen.org. And if they want to learn more about my inner child model, they can go to www.innerchild-sexaddiction.com. And amen. And if someone wanted to get in touch with you to ask a question, seek your services, or maybe a yeah. world design, I have a feeling you got a big network out there. Uh, yeah. I do an interview like this. How can they get in touch with you? <laughs> I, um, I am not, I'm not taking new clients. However, I have trained uh, probably about 25 different therapists, maybe even oh, 30 amen. by now, who I trained them on the inner child model. So therefore, I have the wonderful referral base. They could find the people if they can, that they go to innerchild-sexaddiction.com. Or if they want to reach out to me, I, I take every email, I'll take every phone call, and I'll find somebody for them. And they can reach me at edcappa, E-D-C-A-P-P-A, at gmail.com. Amen. Amen. I'll put all that down in the show notes below. folks especially you men out there, admit it. You've seen yourself in some of these things Dr. Caprucci has been discussing today. I know I've seen myself in some of these things. It's there. It needs to be dealt with. God's word is there for you. All deliverance is in and through God's word. But many, many people, especially men, need that extra help to overcome these types of addictions. I urge you, first, order your copy of Dr. Eddie Caparucci's book, Why Men Struggle to Love, Overcoming Relational Blind Spots. Drop down into the show notes, click the link right there. Do it now while you're thinking about it. Don't listen to the devil telling you to wait till later. You know as well as I do that you'll end up doing nothing at all. So act right now. God has brought Dr. Caparucci onto this program today to speak to you right now. If that's you, order his book right now. Next, get in touch with him. Get in touch with Dr. Caprich. Ask your questions. If he can't help you personally, I'm, I'm, I know he's got all the resources and information that's available for you on his website, but don't settle for the lies of the devil that you're okay. If any of this has resonated in your spirit, man, today, take action. Allow those whom the Lord has provided to help you to become an overcomer to help you. Dr. Caparucci, I want to thank you again for taking your time out of your busy schedule to come on the program and join us today. I do appreciate it. Well, thank you for having me. I, I, I appreciate that. And again, I, 
I, uh, I just hope that for many of your listeners that this has been helpful and that they can, as you said, see a little bit of themselves in it and yeah. to be able to go out and seek help to the young one, they can finish strong to you. Amen. Amen. Folks, that is all the time we have for today. For Dr. Eddie Caparucci and myself, this passed by reminding you, be blessed in all that you do. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Kingdom Crossroads podcast. Please subscribe to our podcast so you can be notified when another episode is published. With over 800 interviews and 1,000 published episodes, Pastor Bob is known as a podcasting expert for helping others to create their own podcast to share their messages with the world. Please visit our website at www.podcastersforchrist.com. That web address again is www.podcastersforchrist.com for more information. Until next time, be blessed in all that you do. Are you a Christian entrepreneur, coach, or author with a message that needs to be heard? Picture this, your voice reaching thousands, your story inspiring hearts, and your business flourishing like never before. Introducing Faithcasters, the ultimate platform that connects faith-driven professionals like you with the power of podcasting. Become a sought-after guest on Faith-Based Podcast. Share your unique insights and connect with like-minded individuals who share your passion for faith and entrepreneurship as well. Imagine your expertise reaching a wider audience, expanding your network, and propelling your business to new heights. Well, it's all within reach with Faithcasters. So don't wait. Take the first step today on your journey to greatness by visiting our website at faithcaster.org. That's faithcaster.org. Join the Faithcasters community now and unleash the full potential of your faith-driven enterprise. You do not want to miss this opportunity. Faithcasters, where faith meets podcasting and your dreams become reality. Visit faithcaster.org. Let's soar together. And remember, anyone can be a podcaster, but only a Christian can become a faithcaster. Faithcasters, your voice, your platform, your success.